The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. What's up, you guys? Welcome to the August 23rd edition of the Rotor World Fantasy Basketball Podcast. I'm Mike Gallagher. Get ready to break down the Yahoo ranks, talking about some early mock lessons learned and so on and so forth. With me to do so is Ryan Kanas. What's up, man? Uh, not much. It's it's full mock season, so I know a lot of people aren't in there quite yet. It's still late August, but pretty soon, you know, it's, it's going to be time to hop in there. So whether you do Yahoo or ESPN or CBS or whatever site you use, uh, it's very important, as we'll soon find out, to go over what they have as their pre pre-ranks. For sure. And also, too, like you can see, like we were just chatting before, Eric Bledsoe, for instance, uh, he's ranked extremely low. He's ranked in the 80s on ESPN. He's ranked in the 40s, which is, I think, still pretty low. I mean, it's people forget how good Eric Bledsoe was. Uh, nine cat, last two months of the season, he was ninth. Uh, so I, I don't see how. And I may be on a hot take here. We did our rankings for each of us for positions for nine cat. And I've said this for a couple of weeks now. Uh, I have Eric Bledsoe over Kyrie Irving. And uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah, I was I was all about what was it, two three weeks ago after that mock we did. I I snagged Bledsoe early. It was a complete steal. Uh, I'm I'm riding high on that. Part of it is just because people seem to be sleeping on him. He's like a borderline elite, if not fully elite, point guard, uh, fantasy point guard. And yet you could snag him in the 40s, 50s. You know, maybe on ESPN if he's ranked in the 80s even later. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, Kyrie's health just scares me. I I think I'd probably still take Kyrie for sheer upside just a little bit maybe, but I don't know. It's kind of a toss-up for me. Yeah, I mean, still, like we mentioned, Bledsoe is more dribble because he hasn't he doesn't play as aggressively. But, yeah, definitely it's a matter of taste for sure, but definitely I'm, I'm sold. And I'm, I'm always pro second-half players and, like, just running down the top – 12 players for the last two months. This is total value, not per game. You got AD, Jokic, LeBron, Cat, Harden, Lillard, Drew Holiday, Rocco for those ridiculous steals numbers in defense. Bledsoe, Middleton, Antetokounmpo. So Bucks 9, 10, 11, uh, and then Oladipo, 12. Uh, and then Kyle Lowry, 13, Gobert, 14, Tobias, 15. So all, yeah. all, all those guys, really besides Covington, which I guess we'll get into. I but, feel like um, you had some stats about Bledsoe being better with Jabari on the court or something, but I, I wasn't. You, yeah, even at the time, I, I like who cares. Yeah. <laughs> at a certain point, those odd splits, like I just throw them out the window. Yeah, it's... if it matters, like we mentioned, like the Melo split matters a little bit because it's without Westbrook and all that. But anyways, let's get to this. Uh, we're going off the Yahoo player list, so this is what you're gonna see when you do a mock or when you're in the draft room, or if you're in your league page and you click players. We're talking about that list. Uh, to compare, there's uh, there's another list they have. Uh, they're pre they're pre default ranks, which are different, um, which is kind of weird. But I think those default rankings things, so the the draft, the ones you don't see in the draft room are better. Um, one because they have cat two, they have other guys that are ranked more appropriately. Um, Jared Allen and John Collins are significantly higher in those versus way 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 down there and here. 
So we'll kind of just talk about like what we feel, how we feel like the draft's going to flow to us. Um, like, I mean, right off the top, for the top 12 players, the, um, what's your biggest issue with the top, uh, I guess, 10? Top 10 in the draft room? No, yeah, so uh, it's it's Cat at 6, right? Like, that's a joke. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, that, that's a little crazy. Uh, yeah. LeBron at 4, I don't love. Part of the problem here is these are just generic ranks, and this is one more reason you know, as every owner who wants to win a league knows, you have to do your research before you ever get in the draft room. If you're just scrolling through names, you're you're already done. Um, so LeBron on a points league, maybe you make the case for him at four, but uh, that that's part of the issue here is these are just generic ranks. They just throw them out there. They don't know what league you're in. They don't know the size league. They don't know specific settings. You know, maybe you you count offensive rebounds in your league as a separate category. Um, so this is just one big catch-all basket. But even so, I, I don't love LeBron at number four. I think his minutes are going to go down a little bit. Um, and especially for Roto Leagues, he's just got the issues with uh, free throw percentage, turnovers uh, through the roof. But yeah, Cat at number six would probably be the the glaring uh, issue I have. I also don't love Jokic down there at number nine. Get him up. Yeah, like we said, Jokic is locked in at five, and Cat. You and I have you. You said you may have Cat one, right? Yeah, it depends if I'm like in a thirty deep league, for instance, where you cannot miss on your t- top two players and have one of them get hurt, as I did with John Wall last year. Hmm. Um, I'd I'd take Cat just because he's as safe as they come and you know he's going to be a top five guy top three probably so yeah i'd take him in a league where i'm prioritizing health if i'm taking a shot in a 12 team league and just want the best upside then it's obviously anthony davis i still have to take davis i mean if you're going up the way basketball monster puts together their value um like 80 is almost twice of what cat did with only a two game bonus um, and he was like almost double what anybody else did. So I mean, that, that, there's just too much value there. Um, and he could, if he's healthy, you're gonna win pretty much. Um, granted, he has a weak playoff schedule we talked about, but um, it's he's just too good. And plus, he could be even better this year without Cousins and all that stuff. So um, yeah, we mentioned Jokic. Um, I'm coming around on Curry. You also, I also one other thing too I want to mention here. I was of uh, me you. Jonas and Steve, I was the only one that put Dame number one out for point guards. I was surprised by that. You had him ahead of Steph? Yeah. Yeah, I, I think I had him number two. Yeah, um, I had I had Steph two, and we're counting Harden as a uh, shooting guard, obviously. Um, and then, yeah, I was surprised by that, especially from Jonas, because Jonas really was scared off by Curry. And granted, they have the strong playoff schedule, but man, like Curry, man, if... So we see guys tweak angles all the time, like Anthony Davis, for instance. He'll tweak his ankle, come back out, uh, or he'll play the next game or whatever. If, if Curry tweaks an ankle, he's out for a week, uh, at least. So that that really scares me off. I get the playoff schedule again, but man, like any any issue, and also um, no surgery and stuff. I thought he may, I was, I thought he may have surgery this summer, but yeah, that, that's it. Just scares me off, man. Again, Curry is potentially the number one player per game, but. I mean, maybe number two behind AD, but I just can't do it. Another one of those, another one of those just uh, upside questions. Would you rather have health or, or upside? I mean, Dame missed nine games last year. That could have, for any other player almost, that would have been much higher because it, it took serious injuries just to to keep him on the bench for short amounts of time. Whereas, as you said, if you know if Curry has a comparable injury, he could miss a month. <laughs> um, mm. 
So yeah, it's totally it's totally different. And Dame's known for playing through injuries. You love that durability. So, um, you know, I, I had him at number two. This was nine cat ranks, I think. Um, points, I'd, I think I did. I have him one. Maybe I still had him two, but I, I think I'd take him one in points leagues. But they're neck and neck. I mean, yeah. those those are your top two point guards for sure. Yeah, if I knew Curry was going to play eighty two games, I'd put him number two. Like if we knew everyone was playing eighty two games, I would put Curry too. Yeah, two overall, yeah. Yeah, like AD and then Curry. But, um, yeah, so that's where we're at. Um, moving to the, I guess, Westbrook's a, kind of an interesting issue. I mean, he's not that good, and I had Paul George ahead of him, which sounds crazy to the layman. But, I mean, Paul, uh, Paul George is going to be just so dominant. We, we talked about him a lot. But um, I did a mock yesterday, and someone in the chat was like, wow, Westbrook slipped to 14. Like, yeah, uh, that's where he should go, especially in 9-cat. He's going to kill you in pretty much three and a half areas if you count threes with percentages and turnovers. So I'm obviously, we can't spend too much time on the first round, but what do you think? Anything you want to add there? Or did I cover it? Uh, yeah. On the Westbrook angle, I just say, I mean, again, it's one of those format questions in the NBA's official points league scoring, which is starting to gain a little bit of traction. Most people, especially those listening, I think are, are roto and head to head guys. Um, but Westbrook was number two per game in, uh, the NBA's official points league, just behind Anthony Davis, barely, and just ahead of LeBron James. So it's you know it's night and day. So just know know the league you're in. Obviously, if you're in uh, Roto, as Mike just said, Westbrook plummets. Yeah, we're talking Roto uh, Roto style here, just to be clear there. And yeah, like to your point on the points leagues, you make your money on the triple double categories: points, rebounds, and assists. So there's really no one associated more to that stat than. Russell Westbrook, so he's obviously. Yeah. I mean, I think, I'm pretty sure you, all of us, had him number one for the points format. I'm not too. I haven't really studied that. Yeah, much, I think but, so. Yeah. yeah, and then I think I may have had Dame because I, I don't trust Curry, but I do love. And I, again, I like his late schedule, so I'm down with him. All right, um, this is where it gets kind of funky here. Um, so we'll kind of just talk about guy. Most guys are ranked pretty fairly. Um, but there's a few that are just, and again, the, the default ranks are a little bit different. Um, they have Kawhi at 13. They have him eight in the default-ish rankings. Again, these aren't in your draft rooms. But we've talked about him a lot. I don't think we even need to add anything. Talked about yeah. Paul, yeah, we talked about Paul George a lot. We talked about Lowry a lot. Um, I snapped up Ben Simmons in the last draft I did yesterday with a bunch of bunch of Twitter followers, and it was a pretty legit draft. Um, we'll talk about some other guys that were reached on, um, although they weren't really reaches in my eyes. But, yeah, I mean, I feel like the second round's ranked pretty well. The two glaring guys that should be in the second round that aren't are Jimmy Butler and Rudy Gobert. Uh, They're both ranked pretty low. Jimmy Butler's at 28, which is crazy. Uh, And then Gobert's at 33, which is just about as crazy as well. So, um, yeah, yeah, those guys should be basically 10 spots up each. And Jimmy, even maybe even 15 for Jimmy, or 13. Yeah, I mean, I like, if Gobert is there at 23, 10 spots up, I'd count my blessings i think that's a terrific pick um so yeah i think he's way too low uh jimmy as you said they have him below draymond they have him below clay thompson so whoever made this list might uh have a little thing for the warriors but um (laughs) i mean even you know they've got him eight spots i think behind chris middleton nine behind simmons 10 behind kyrie irving or more than that um yeah it's just you know you gotta move him up yep uh, and they will. Uh, Yahoo usually makes their tweak. And like we said about ESPN, and all, we always got love for the Yahoo guys. Barons is awesome. Uh, I always enjoy what the rest of their football crew has to say. 
But yeah, they, they've they've got some work to do, uh, and they do adjust. We'll see. Like we saw a couple years ago when Miles Turner was in the hundreds, and they bumped him up to like fifty. Um, yeah. So we'll be seeing that with the guys we're gonna, we're going to talk about in a second. We probably we'll probably just wind up doing the top fifty here, um, so we can milk this thing. Yeah, uh-huh. we, we didn't we didn't mention uh, Kemba either, who they have yeah. way up there at at number twelve. Which, as I mean, you and I are both on board with Kemba, but I mean he slipped to Jonas at. 30 something in a mock that we did yeah but or if, yeah like 31 just like low, yeah low 30, 31 so if he's even so if you're in a draft room and Kemba's sitting there at number 12 at some point he's going to be the top player on the board pick after pick after pick and someone's going to eventually take him even if there's no auto drafts in the room so he's never going to fall to 30 just based on his pre-draft ranking mm-hmm. um but yeah that's too high i'd let him fall more toward the late teens somewhere in there yeah like I think I have him at like twenty two. I'm. I you like, like you I like, like Lowry. Kemba. You like Lowry more than Kemba. It's so close. Yeah, but I think I. I, I think, I I think Lowry I'll take Lowry this year with yeah. uh, with Derozan gone. I think he's gonna have a huge role. He's kind of built for for nine cat. I like him. Jonas Jonas and I got into an argument the other day. We were saying I was saying I'll easily take Lowry over Kyrie, and he said he would take Kyrie over Lowry, which surprised me. Oh yeah, I won't go there. Yeah, no. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, he's yeah, he made some points again because kind of after that point, with, and we talked about that in the last pub. But basically, like after Kyrie and Bledsoe, I, I put Bledsoe in that tier, obviously. But after those guys go, uh, it's kind of a crapshoot for point guards. We'll talk about some others. Um, but yeah, everybody else is pretty much fair. I mean, Ben Simmons, I said I, I got him, I think at seventeen, and drafted yesterday. Um, and I'm not taking John Wall this year. I have Bledsoe higher than John Wall, also. Um, so that's definitely a guy I won't be drafting for the knee injuries. I I don't like guys with knee injuries, especially guys who are. So as 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 athletic as they are, that's a lot of. <laughs> but you're but you're not scared off by Jimmy Butler. I am I am a little bit, but it's I don't know it, it like the way Wall plays and everything, and Jimmy Butler does too. But I just feel like the the double knee surgery that Wall had, and then Kyrie going into the season with a cap on his games, like those two things scare yeah. me to death. Yeah, sure. So, Makes sense. But no, it's definitely a double standard. I see that. But like the, the red flags are just way, way bigger for those two to me. Obviously, Jimmy has a, if, if Jimmy didn't have a red flag, he'd be going like seven or eight. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, Top ten guy. But yeah, I would take Paul George over him. We've, just, we've come up with this one. Um, Yahoo has traditionally been down on free throws. That's kind of their thing. Um, they'll always have your poor free throw shooters down in the rankings. So again, Gobert's 33, Capella's 39. Um, Howard 76, Drummond's 30, uh, other guys are it's kind of something I want to talk about. So if you're punting, that's something you have to kind of figure out going in, which is a viable strategy head-to-head. But, um, yeah, I mean, we kind of just went through it. And I always do – I do a percentage killer column uh, for the draft guide, and it just, I always like to illustrate how much these guys kill you. So Damon Harden were the number two players, number one and two players for field goal, free throw percentage last year. Um, with big volume and shooting the ball really well, Dwight was the worst. So if you happen to take Dame and Harden, which would never, ever happen, those guys, again, you'd be pretty much like upper 80s. You would be untouchable in that category to start your draft. If you throw Dwight in there to combine the three, guess how low it comes to out to be? Sorry, what was it? So per- the combined, percentage the combined free, throw, uh, free throw percentage of... Dame, who shot the ball 50, 538 times. Harden shot 727 times. Uh, Dwight's um, uh, Dame's percentage was really, really high. And then yeah. Dwight shot 582 at a 57% 92. clip. So, 
Uh, I'd say it drops to 73%. With with both Dame and Harden. Oh, then uh, yeah. 80, 83. 78. Yeah. 78.5. Mm. So with with just Dame and Dwight, 73.8. With just Harden and Dwight, 73.1. So, Yikes. like, yeah, like you're already, if you draft Dame, like, oh, I could overcome this. You are going to spend the rest of your draft trying to overcome that. So we say this all the time. Um, don't, if you're going to draft a big man and you're building your free throw percentage, don't do that. Um, if you're drafting like mediocre guys and you draft that guy to tank you, tank it. Um, draft yeah. Rondo at the end of your draft or whatever you got to do. Like, don't half tank it. Uh, I feel like it's, yeah. you don't want to. It's kind of like a two front war. Like you're in risk and you're trying to battle. Like don't when, don't try to win the land war in Asia. That's like basically like trying to have Dwight on your free throw <laughs> percentage team. Yeah, one. It's a good point that you basically can't get out of that. You're also stepping on the value of your first or second round pick. I mean, if you've got Durant, Harden, Lillard, Curry, uh, you could throw. Chris Paul in there, any of these elite free throw percentage guys, you're ruining 20% of their value right off the bat. If you take someone like, I mean, especially Dwight Howard, he's the biggest anchor there is. Um, but Ben Simmons, even Drummond, you know, uh, Deandre, of course, Capella, you're just stepping on that value and it's going to take, as you just illustrated so much to get out of that hole. Now I was curious, as you said that, uh, in the draft where you took Ben Simmons at 17, who did you who did you pair him with? Who did you have in the first round, and what did you target in the middle rounds? I had Jokic, and I I so I looked at that. Uh, Dwight uh, Simmons is about half as impactful as Dwight was last year. Uh, again, Dwight played all the games, so that's kind of a factor too. And uh, Simmons played quite a bit as well. But um, yeah, he's you could overcome that. But I had um, strong. I was strong. I had Jokic. I had Middleton. Uh, and my next like four or five picks are all good free throw for sh- free throw shooting guys. So, okay, like, so I this wasn't a punt build. You were you were going for it. Yeah, I wanted to rebuild, but I just wanted to get assists and get my shooting later. Again, it's just a mock. Normally, I wouldn't get Simmons. I th- and I was picking um, like all the guys I was targeting went right. Jimmy went, um, mm-hmm. George went, all those guys. So it was kind of a panic pick, but it was. I mean, my team looked pretty good. Nice. But yeah, just to hammer home the point, I'm uh, should basically call Dwight the Bell Bev. Dwight, because his his free throw percentage is poison. Get it? That Bell Bev DeVoe. No, sorry. Uh, I'm walking. <laughs> yeah, a super little '90s hip hop ref- or uh, <laughs> okay. R&B reference. Anyways, um, never never trust a big man with a smile. Anyways, um, all right, I'm being lame right now. Okay, so let's see what else we got here with Capella's low. Again, this is all kind of tied into it. You shoot poorly, Yahoo's gonna tank you. Um, and we think we talked about Capella. If he shoots fifty six percent from the line or sixty five percent from the line, um, he'll get a little bonus. So maybe he's yeah. in the general line. That'd be awesome if he shoots sixty five. Yeah, Yahoo's rankings tend to you know hammer people who shoot poor free throws, but they don't give Kevin Love much love for shooting. You know, they have him at eighty eight percent from the line, which maybe that's what he shot last year. I don't know. Uh, yeah. yeah, so eighty eight percent from the line. They've still got him at number 40, and he's going to be carrying a huge load. So unless they're worried about the about injuries catching up with him, which is a legit concern, uh, I don't see why he would go 40. I'm actually I'm on board with Caleb. I think he's going to be among the league, league leaders in rebounds easily. He's going to be launching high-volume threes. Uh, he shoots with good percentages. You know, get a handful of assists. Obviously, you don't get the defensive stats, and that dings him in, in Roto. But he also doesn't turn the ball over. I... I'd kind of view him as a complete package. Yeah, top top ten upside for sure. Um, he could definitely be a twenty four and twelve kind of a guy with awesome free throws, 
Um, going to make a b- bunch of threes. He'll probably be subpar in field goal percentage for as far as bigs go, but not yeah. enough where it's going to dig you, you know, dig you in such a deep hole. I mean, yeah. like Marcus Saul shot forty two percent from the field last year, and like that was bad. So I think he'll be forty four percent, which is still fine. Um, yeah. He, yeah, he's not a flashy pick. Like I think a lot of fantasy owners are kind of over him, especially with LeBron there. He took a back seat. Um, but like I like I've seen Aaron Gordon go ahead of Love repeatedly in mock drafts. I I don't get that personally. Um, I I love Gordon's upside. I think he's a, he's super interesting to draft, but. Just based on, as you said, Love's got top ten upside. That's you know, if Gordon gets there, people should just be celebrating in the streets. So um, I think it's easy for me actually. I take Love over Gordon every time. It's not that easy for me, just because I'm worried about late rest and that whole top ten protected pick going to Atlanta. That does scare me off him a lot. I've yet to draft Love in any mock yet, but I'm usually going for like guys that are well ahead, like middle ten. Or somebody along those lines. I've, I've had yeah. have a lot of Middleton, Beal, Lowry. Um, I hot take. I, I I would take Bledsoe over Love. I think I don't. I'm apparently love Eric Bledsoe. I used to love Eric Bledsoe before the knee injuries. Now I love him again. Mm. Uh, yeah, I don't know. That, that's tough. I'd probably take Love, but it depends yeah. who I had taken in the previous rounds. I mean, if I if I already had Dame, then I'm going Love. If I need yeah. a point guard, I'll grab Bledsoe. Two knee surgeries, three hand fractures, three concussions. So it's, he's got quite the medical chart. But, um, yeah, okay, so let's kind of go over some later guys. Uh, Miles Turner is a hot topic because he's at 60. Uh, he is considerably higher in the default rankings thing, which is justified. Again, like we've been saying, if you go small, small, early, like say you go Dame or Hart, say you go Harden and Beal or – Middleton or something like that um, at the end of round two, and you want to go like okay, so more realistically, what? Um, oh, okay. So how about you go hard and Kemba, and then you're sitting there round three, and assuming Gobert's gone, I mean, I would take Miles Turner there in, in that instance. Yeah, I'm into that. I I think I'd take him over Capella. I think that's a close one, but. And I, I was kind of hoping that Miles would continue to fall in drafts just because a little bit of post-hype. He was a letdown last year, so a lot of people are off him. But it seems like he's creeping up into that top 30 range. Has that been roughly where he's been late 20s, mid-20s in your mocks? In the leagues that I do with just straight randos, I've seen him go like 50. But in leagues that are with Twitter followers and pod listeners and stuff, I don't see him go past 35. Yeah. And that's where he but should you, go. Like, you would take him before Capella? I would, yeah. Yeah, I'm with you. I know Jonas disagrees. Jonas really likes Capella. But, huh. I mean, those big those big men with the strong free throw percentage, that's another regular thing we talk about. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so other guys just kind of going through this, just going through where the buzz goes. Uh, Tareen Prince is 58. That's pretty fair. Uh, and then John Collins is one of the only guys that we've really pumped up that's kind of got the – um, I guess appropriate ranking, like if we didn't love him, like we'd probably like him at like more of a 43-50. Um, so putting him at 63 based on how he's kind of an unknown um, to the the casual fan. Um, so that's a pretty fair ranking for him. And he doesn't, he got, uh, so I did this mock yesterday with a bunch of readers, listeners, and followers and stuff. And this guy at the turn, at the 36-37, 12-team, 3-4 turn, he went John Collins, Jared Allen, <laughs> I was just uh. like, dude, and I was, I was getting ready to pick one of the two because I my team was smaller and I wanted to to build up there and kind of like wreck my plan, but um, yeah, so those guys are going early. So he took them thirty six, thirty seven. Yep. 
Yeah, so that's funny because uh, we we've been talking about Yahoo's default player ranks, which again are different. They're the ones that you can alter yourself and then import into the draft room, and they're pretty good. And they actually have Jared Allen, whereas if you're just in the draft room going on those pre ranks, uh, he's number ninety seven. But in these default ranks, quote unquote, he's number thirty eight. Right after him is Miles Turner. Uh, and just before him two picks is John Collins at number 36. So they've got all those guys right right in that area. I would take Miles before either of them, I think. Um, but yeah, it's interesting to see Jared Allen at number 38. I took him at 35 in a mock a couple weeks ago, which was a was a reach. I was, you know, just yeah. sort of going for it. And that, no that, one in no one in the draft. Do, do we edit that out? I'm gonna edit that out. That wasn't a reach at all. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, people in the draft room seem to think it was. You didn't. Um, no, I wasn't a reach. But I guess that's where he's going now. He's, yeah. he's, he's top 40. So that's a realistic price you're going to have to put on him if you want him. Um, he's no longer going to be there in the fifth round, as you know, as you might hope. Yeah, like I said, when I do the draft with randos, I'll, I could sneak him at like 65. But uh, I won't let him go any further yeah. than that. And he, I saw his, his ADP. And again, these ADP numbers are kind of whack because all the auto picks... So, and Allen has one of the biggest differences. Uh, he's ranked at 97, but he has an ADP of 87.7. There aren't many guys that have a 10-point differential uh, on their ranking. Miles Turner has 7.3, that's kind of, nobody else really has that big of a difference. As far, yeah. uh, as far as the top 100 guys go, I didn't really look too much at ADPs of the other guys. Yeah, you'll start to see that the gaps widen in players as we get closer to actual drafts. Because right now, as you said, I mean, I, I joined a, a mock just to kind of grab Yahoo's uh, default rankings. It was me, one other guy, and 10 auto drafts. Mm. So it, so obviously, it's just whatever Yahoo has pre-populated the list with, that's that's weighing way too heavily on ADPs right now. Oh, for sure. The, um, top, the top 11 picks ADP or the top 11 ranked? Yeah, right. And so Kemba, you know, Kemba we mentioned come, is come down. Kemba and Kawhi flip, and then it, there's a couple flips here and there. But yeah, nice. Yeah, sorry, I cut you off. Do you have anything else you want to say? No, just that. Yeah, come mid-September when you know, just before actual mocks, um, I think you, you'll ADP is probably what you should be looking at because that's a more realistic representation of of what you'll get in in your actual draft. Yeah, and doing mocks, uh, even like you were, we were kind of saying this. Where if you're gonna hop in a mock, you're just hopping in a draft room. Even though you don't really, you know, even if you're researched, like you know your board, you know who's who you want to take and all that. Just being in the draft room and knowing where guys are, like we'll probably we're probably have to chop this pod because it's already going pretty long, and maybe just talk about the top 100 guys. But just for instance, like you look after 150, there's so many guys like Dejounte, Hart, Fox, Pirtle, Siakam, Gallo. Josh Jackson, which I, I didn't even realize Josh Jackson was 208 until yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Jetty Austin's 232, Sexton's 215, KP, 249, my my new boy Derek White's 243. So, like, have... you just got to know where your guys are. And even like even if you just do a mock, just write them down. Like, start, you're obviously going to start when you do your draft, but you don't think the exact same way in your draft. So, just to kind of have that set up where you know your guys. I Like, when I go into my drafts for football... I have a little notepad of like all my sleepers. That way I have it right in front of me. I'm not counting on the draft app, and I just know when I have to pounce based on how many sleepers are left. So that's kind of a pro tip. Even if you play fantasy football, like have your own stuff for sure. Yep. Um, but yeah, and yeah, just again, you want to go through. Like if you're doing an ESPN draft, 
even if it's a live draft or Yahoo draft, even if it's a live draft, like just get in there and just kind of feel your way through the process of going through a draft in that setting. Yeah, and they, I mean they had to add to the list of guys. I, I don't think you mentioned D'Angelo Russell. They have him at 191. So a lot of guys, it's just out of sight, out of mind. They're going to be buried on the lists for some reason. Buddy Heald is 64, but D'Angelo Russell's 191. So uh, yeah, they, they have to... Russell. D'Angelo Russell's 81 on them. Uh, is he down that far down in the default ranks? I guess. Oh, uh, it must be. Though. Yeah, he's 81, yeah. which is still pretty low. Yeah, it is. But, but much more reasonable. But yeah, you gotta know you gotta know what you're getting into. Yeah. Again, even if like I always say, you want to mock with good people. But even if you're not, again, just getting the experience of going through that draft applet and just kind of knowing the ins and outs of where guys are and stuff. Like I always say, if, like so, if your draft starts and you like, if you go on a mock, you only have a minute to kind of just do have to do your thing before it starts. And also, Yahoo has a 30 second clock, which I love. Um, these you, get, you do a draft in 30 minutes now, even when it's yeah. full. So it's really cool. But um, yeah, again, just like if your draft's for real, just hop in there and just star up your queue, and that way you know when it gets late, you're not going to be scrambling when you're under the gun. Yep. But yeah, other picks. Well, um, you you want to talk about the uh, the the deep cuts in in the next? Yeah, half I think so. Top? At least in depth. I've, there's still a lot of guys I want to talk about top 100. So we'll leave. I mean, we could, I guess we could talk about Kyle Anderson since I know he's 112. Uh, so sticking with the R and B. Room, room 112, tell him slow-mo sent you. Um, mm-hmm. But anyways, um, yeah, we love him. We have him. He went in the draft yesterday. Again, this draft was pretty legit. Um, every oh, Shout out to anyone who was in there. He went 57th or 59th. Um, so he's okay. it's secrets out for people who know the deal. And that's fair, man. Like we, like we said, he has top 50 upside to us. Yeah. I have a question. Was that that was in a Yahoo league? Yeah, it was a Yahoo mock. ESPN okay. has him down even further. Yeah, it's interesting because, as you said, uh, um, who was it? Jared Allen and John Collins went right around 36, 35, uh, which is where they are in the default player ranks on Yahoo. They have Kyle Anderson at 56, so Hmm. almost exactly where he went in your mock draft. So people aren't sleeping on him, and maybe people are starting to import these default ranks, realizing that they're a little bit more accurate than the the other pre-ranks that they might have. There's still some funky ones, though. Like they have yeah, Otto like, Porter, like, like Angelo Russell at one ninety one. Well, I'm saying even like guys that I like that are just like too high. Like I think Otto Porter oh, is like okay. thirteen or something like that. I mean, yeah. Kawhi eight is not cool with me. Um, so I mean, there's it's oh, but overall, if I had to pick a set of rankings of even ESPN, the Yahoo one, and then the quote unquote default player rankings, the ones that aren't in the draft room, like that's hands down the best one. Yeah. But anyway, but yeah, people aren't sleeping on Kyle Anderson. I mean, first couple mocks I did, I was stealing him in the 80s. And I said every time, I was like, if he's there at 75, I'm taking him. But as we've seen in the intervening month, he's he's already creeping up to top 60. So now he's starting to get towards where he should be. Yep, that's it's crazy. Like a month ago, we could have taken him at, again, like 120 or something. Now I can't. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's it's going to be – it's going to be t- – I mean, next time – the, all the Roto World crew drafts, it's going to be just chaos, dude. Like, we're, we're yeah. going to go, Jared Allen's going to go like round two. Yeah, yeah, I, I swear, I, I could have gotten Anderson, as you said, at like 120. I was taking yeah. him in the 80s just to make a point. Yeah, I think that first mock we did, he went like in the last round. Yeah, that's this crazy. Been, this is before he signed, though. So, oh, before he went to Memphis. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, any other 
Rocco. Are you drafting Rocco? I'm, I don't think I am, man. I'm worried about Fultz. Uh, I'm not too worried about Fultz. I mean, Covington, last couple months, I think after the break last year, he was like a top 40 guy. He's top 10. Um, <laughs> yeah, so, well, there you go. On the <laughs> season, he, I mean, he only missed two games, and on the season for 9-cat, he was top 40. Yeah. So, yeah, he's he's really frustrating, and most people remember those horrible slumps he had. Like, he started last year shooting, what, 35% for the first, like, three months of the season. It was brutal. But then he turned things around, top 10. I mean, he's he's a very sneaky Roto guy. Points leagues, I have I want nothing to do with him necessarily. But, uh, yeah, for 9-cat, for sure. Especially if he's fallen, you know, outside the top 60, 70. I've seen him go in the 80s, 90s. People don't love Robert Covington. <laughs> so... With that sort of upside and and that ADP of you know if he's in if he's at eighty five put it that way I'll take him oh for sure yeah he won't every be, time though. yeah you think where, where's he going in the sixties maybe yeah that's I'd still take him go. there probably yeah slow mo or Rocco uh nine I don't know that's tough but yeah. I'll I'll stick with my guy I've been touting Kyle Anderson so go. I'll just yeah. I'll go I'll go with him I love miss I love the mystery box so I'm obviously taking Kyle Anderson. It's no fun to have a guy that's already been good. <laughs> Anyways, um, Vooch was way down in ESPN. He's 49. That's pretty good. And we mentioned Bledsoe's 47. That's, I think, still too low. That's where he's going to go. Um, and nothing else really too much in the middle part of the round. Oh, well, I want to mention Conley. Conley's 36, man. Like, can't do it. No, no. Too much risk there for me. Like, easily How do you Bledsoe. feel? Where, where are you taking Vucevic? I have yet to draft him. And I'm always like, eh, I want to draft him. But I always went up going like Collins or Allen or um, mm. who else? Aiton. I, I would take Aiton over Vooch just because I'm worried about the late season risk with a trade. I could definitely see him getting traded to a team that will use him off the bench. So, um, yeah, the, the late season is concerning. If it's a Roto straight, like straight full season Roto, then I could take him maybe like 40, 45. Yeah, it's never a great sign when your team uses a high lottery pick to draft someone at the same position you play. So with with Bamba there, it's a little bit unnerving to, for Vooch for that very reason, as you said. Maybe he's traded. If he's traded, how well, you know, how seamlessly does he fit in? Um, sometimes it takes players longer to adjust. Sometimes players like Jimmy Butler just, just pick it up and run. Uh, Blake Griffin got traded midseason. He didn't really miss a beat. Um, but sometimes it goes the other way. So that's that's a risk. Um, yeah, so I, I, I'm with you. I don't think I've drafted him. I don't. I'm not against it, but I, I don't think he's fallen far enough for me to take him. And I definitely take guys like Allen or Collins before him. Um, one, one interesting thing while we're talking about sort of mid-tier centers, I think you were the low man in our our pre-ranks on uh, Valanciunas. You had him quite low, like 27th among centers, something like that. Yeah, I think it was like 23, 24, but again, it's all okay. young. It's all yeah. young. I, haven't, I was low on Nurk. I think I had JB over Nurk, though. But I can okay. pull it up in a second, too. But um, yeah, are, no, are, are, just because I had so a... many young guys. Like, I had Wendell. Yeah. And I, have, I had Wendell at 12, um, which may be a, a joke, but I love I love Wendell so much. <laughs> but anyways, um, yeah, I, I just, again, I want upside here, and I could pull it up right now, actually. Let's see where. Are I you just so? Is there a specific thing about his role that that yeah, frightens you, or is it more just? He's gonna have surge pressuring him. I know we saw the whole Nick Nurse said he's still a J, still on the JV train, whatever the quote was. I mean, I'm Val Juice at twenty one. 
Okay. Yeah. Well, that's not bad. I mean, we're talk- I had Cousins at 20. Uh, again, this is for H- uh, H2H season. I did it based on that, kind of. But um, let me see who else I had. So I don't want to give my whole board away. But, I mean, I had Brooke Lopez, 17, DeAndre Jordan, 18, Steven Adams, 19, DeMarcus Cousins, 20. So, like, I mean, it doesn't sound yeah. too outlandish. That's about the group he should be in, for sure. All right, so we went way too long as per usual. So we'll do a second part on this. Again, it's August, so we got plenty, not much to talk about. So we'll kind of talk about the later guys. We're going to talk a lot about Will Barton, obviously Jaron Jackson Jr., Isaiah Thomas, I like, Lay, a lot of these other guys. Kind of talk about your late-round targets on Yahoo and who you can finish up your draft with, obviously talking a lot about point guards. Um, we got to get more point guards into the mix here. Derek White's one of my new guys. Bogdan could be an option for some people looking for shooting guards. So we'll talk about all that in the next pod. Should be a good time. Had a lot to talk about today. So we'll wrap it up here. You guys take care. Thanks for coming on, Ryan. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.